Yes, we do. Every single Saturday on these airwaves. My name is Casey Steve, the voice of your valley. On Merced's new stock station, 107.3 FM. 1480 AM, K-Ohio as, hey, come on. For those about to talk, that's you, Merced. Planata. River Valley. And our favorite little town, Agustin. That's right. Dairy community. Still doing cows out there, aren't you? Milk. Comes from mammary glands, folks. I learned that going to the fair. It's not almond milk. It's almond juice. Come on. Let's call it what it is. We were a much bigger dairy community at one time. Hey, let's get ready to go out. We have so many things to do here. Hey, welcome. Saturday morning, March 12th, 2022. The bonus half hour. That's right. Some original content. I want to thank our uh, recurring guest, Adam Gray, for that 6 a.m. re-interview. I thought I had something else loaded, but hey, always a good interview. Got a lot of heat from that one. Boy, that's another listener comment this week. You know, you were a that softball, softball interview. You know, why didn't you ask the tough question? You know, why, didn't you, why didn't you put the spotlight on the guy? Why didn't you, you know, come on. You know, you're too, you're too, uh, I don't know. Well, first of all, we, uh, you know, we're not here to grill the guests. You know, I don't have a Kingsford in here, the charcoal going. I, uh, you know, try to be nice. Uh, I asked a lot of, I thought, tough questions. I got a lot of uh, positions out of him. And I explained to this listener that, Look, we all know he's a Democrat. He uh, admits it. You know, he's kind of center, uh, center of the party in his mind. And uh, but he's still a Democrat. There's going to be a difference in ideology. It's called the. Uh, you want to, <laughs> you want to be horrified. Okay, that's uh, that's something else we want to play. Uh, read read the party platform for the California Democratic Party. It's online. Just you know, Google it. 2022 platform or 2021. I don't know if they've come out with a new one yet. But uh, no, I'll tell you what. It uh, it'll horrify you. It'll horrify you. And then the re- read the Republican or whatever party, you know, independent. I don't, I don't know. They all have platforms, okay? So when I bring a guest in here from the other party or from a, from a you know, whatever party, uh, they, they have, a, you know, an ideology that they're promoting, and they have uh, differences uh, maybe in there that they uh, talk about. And that's why we bring them in. That's why Adam was a good guest. And, uh, again, I have some questions that we'll follow up with, and I appreciate the listener's input. And I, I, again, explained to the listeners, probably about 50% of what he's going to vote for, you're going to somewhat agree with. And the rest, uh, maybe not so much. But you got to look at the, you know, is it better than the next guy who's not going to do anything or going to be ineffective? I don't know. And so those are the things that uh, you'll have to decide when you uh, pull the voting booth or uh, throw your throw your vote into the combine. I don't know. Harvard, what, however, however you vote, uh, please do, because it's very important. Representation. We've been talking about that in the first hour, uh, 8 o'clock hour of this week's shows. If you miss them, you can go to 1480kyos.com, the podcast banner. Click on it. They're all there. A little brief description. Almost 300, maybe over 300 at this point. Lots of, uh, you, you have better than Somonex, my friends. If you have trouble uh, dropping off at night, just put one of those on and uh, see if you can make it through a whole episode. But we've been talking about the redistricting of the districts here in Merced County. And some very interesting comments by the council, I want to get right into those because we have about 18 minutes of comments and not that much time in this segment. And we're going to play comments starting with Matt Serrato. This is after the public testimony has been done. Two hours. I didn't bore you with all of that. Pulled out uh, just a couple of snippets in the 8 o'clock hour from a couple of the commission members. And then, of course, a couple of the uh, regular flyers over there, the frequent flyers, the uh, uh, avow- acknowledged uh, communist, uh, socialist, excuse me, socialist, not quite. 
not quite a communism yet, but uh, socialists uh, that come up before the council demanding uh, equity, uh, centering, all of these uh, terms you're going to love. Uh, we, we dive right in with Mayor Serrato, Matt Serrato, uh, closing the public hearing, say, hey, now it's up to us. Then we go to Councilman Echevarria, who acknowledges his participation as being a litigant in Atwater's redistricting a couple of years ago. Uh, what? Listen to his comment. Got to listen to us now. You're here to learn from us. Uh, there was a small child in the front uh, couple of rows of the audience. He uh, called her out and said, hey, you're going you're gonna to learn something tonight, honey. Uh, I hope the other uh, the adults in this city learned uh, something from these comments. And then we go on from there. Uh, Kevin Blake, again, some very, very uh, salient. Uh, you know, Kevin doesn't talk a lot, but when he does, let me tell you, he says some good things. And he calls out exactly what this is, racism, division, race-mongering, hatred. So let's go right into it. All right. Closing the public hearing, bringing it back to council. want to thank everybody for their comments. want to thank everybody for their involvement throughout this process. Um, we've done our best to, uh, to get as much input as possible, to have as thorough and as transparent a process as possible. Um, we went through our redistricting advisory committee. Other people submitted maps as well. Um, you know, ultimately, the decision is ours. Uh, we, we hear the, the process. We hear um, you know, maps that are recommended to us, and now... It's our turn to discuss it. Um, again, I want to thank everybody uh, who was involved, everybody for fighting uh, for what they believe, everybody for fighting for the best map um, that they believe that they believe in, um, and fighting for their community. Everybody, younger, older, no matter what your race, fighting for what you believe is best for this town. I think everybody genuinely comes from a good place, and everybody genuinely comes and fights for what they believe is best. Um, but in the end, unfortunately, sometimes I think that gets lost, and, and people start to to bicker much more than they should. But at the end of the day, we're all fighting for our town. Everybody is from here, everybody belongs here, uh, and everybody wants the best for this town. So now it's upon us, the people you elected, and people I think who share a similar belief that we're all, again, fighting for what we feel uh, is best for this town. Um, and it's on us now uh, to decide. Next 10 years of Merced, ladies and gentlemen, the future is upon us right now. So, um, who wants to be the first? It seems to me just kind of narrowing, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Uh, 203 and 106 seem to be the two maps that are gaining the most support and seem to have, um, you know, just in some of the comments from the last council meeting as well, it seems like uh, 203 and 106 are the kind of the two finalists. Um, does anybody feel otherwise that there are other maps that they want to discuss as well to start? And now Councilman Echevarria's comments about being for the quote-unquote Latino movement, unquote. I also want to thank the audience. Um, for taking the time to come here. Um, the older people, the middle-aged people, the young people, all the people, and especially the little girl right there, she's, she's, gonna, she's gonna learn a lot <clears throat> about democracy. Um, originally, I was from Atwater. I ran an at-large election there. Uh, I was a nobody, complete nobody, but I was for the Latina movement, um, impoverished, impoverished communities. And uh, I garnered 700 votes with a $1,000 campaign contribution that I made to myself. Uh, others were putting in $15,000, $20,000. Like I said, it was an at-large. I saw the com complex, uh, unlevel playing fields in the at-large and at-water, and I chose to um, seek uh, litigation, which we did. Uh, Shankman, it's in the Sunstar, 2018, um, came in and assisted me. And we got that divided into districts. We got that divided. So there was a more level playing field. 
after my first divorce, I came to Merced, rented, now I bought a house. But I can tell you that District 2 was something I wanted to be involved in, especially after we found out that it came into districts and were split up more fair, more fair instead of at large, like the other speakers have said. Most of the council people have been from North Merced, which is, you know, it's a good thing, but we need fair um, voices, and so we need to have that split up. And now, as you can see, at their council members, there's more um, level playing field with uh, three Latinos and one Latino woman up here in the dais. Um, I have always looked at the maps, districting, and I've always supported map 106, bottom line, period. Um, it gives us the most... There's a number of key points. Um, for me, I don't want them slicing off, you know, 127 votes as to what my rough calculations are coming from um, downtown, which has a huge power base, as you know, huge voice, uh, rightfully so. They've been there, but uh, they got to listen to us now, and sometimes they just don't like it. So uh, you're here to listen and to learn. The Latino movement and the Latinos are deserving. Black folk, Asian folk, and men folk are deserving of representation. And that is something that has been neglected for decades, decades. So I'm here to voice my support from 106. Uh, obviously, everybody knows I've already started my re-election campaign. I'm not going to talk about it, but for keep, those that we, we are going to get re-elected, we, we got to keep. We need to focus on the, the no, no, no campaigning. And no, we need to focus on listening to the people. Uh, that's what we are elected for, and that's what I'm elected for. Okay, it's not that I'm out here preaching what I want to preach and believe in. It's that I'm listening to you all. Bottom line. And so that's just the way I have to uh, uh, voice my opinion on this. But I can tell you right now that uh, there's a lot of unfairity with the other um, uh, district maps uh, being brought forth. And so once again, um, I exclaim, explain that uh, I am uh, in supportive of Map 106. And I ask that my fellow council members and mayor choose that map as well and reject these two other maps. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you, sir. Let's go next. Let's go down the line, or uh, does anybody want to speak next? And now some comments from Councilman Kevin Blake and Delray Shelton. Very good comments. Okay. Yeah. I, I just want to say, I think focusing on race is, is just going to continue to divide this city. Uh, I don't think it's the right path. I think if we look at the Fair Employment and Housing Act, it states that no racial gerrymandering can be considered. Um, and any consideration of race, racial gerrymandering throughout this process is discriminatory and very inappropriate. Uh, consider neighborhoods, things like landmarks, equal population, but under no circumstances should we consider uh, race. Um, I think we need to stop with the race mongering and the division. Um, I think it's just hurting us as a city. Um, I think it's insulting to, to any race uh, in the city of Merced, you know, to insinuate that residents of the city of Merced vote strictly based off of race. The residents I know in uh, this city are uh, hardworking, free-thinking people uh, who can vote, vote, I'm sorry, vote based off of things uh, like political agendas, uh, morals, and how uh, the candidates' beliefs line up uh, with their own. Um, I would say, you know, even in this process, if somebody was, uh, there was an insinuation of racism or bias, I don't know what you want to say, but 
because uh, they pointed out that we should listen to the content of a message as opposed to the sheer volume of canned messages. I think everybody's just saying what everybody up here is probably scared to say. Thank you. Um, that's not racist. That's just pointing out a very logical and obvious approach that anybody should make when, when considering an item. Um, to that end, I'm, I'm very, very proud, uh, extremely proud um, of the very, 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 very diverse committee that we all appointed. Every single one of us up here appointed. And a very diverse committee. Would you agree? Very diverse. Correct? Um, it, that we appointed to make the decision, and I, I stand by their work, uh, their commitment to the city, and their eagerness to volunteer uh, through what has been proven to be a less than supportive uh, process, frankly. Um, so, I mean, as far as the maps go, I mean, God, with the naked eye, I don't like 107 because um, it cuts Loughborough. I don't like that. Um, I support map 203. I give deference to the committee and dignity to the committee and that process and the work they did. And that's the map that I will vote for is 203. Okay. Next speaker. Who's next? I'll go. Councilman Rochelle. Yeah, thank you. Uh, so I do want to thank everyone uh, for participating uh, in this. Uh, obviously, it's a uh, it's a lengthy process. It's very detailed. It's charismatic. Uh, I, I I totally understand. Um, I'm appreciative of each of you that have come out, that have done the work to draw maps, to get up and speak. Those that can be here, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, and so uh, right off the back, I, I I don't support 107. So in regards to uh, 106 and uh, 203, bit of a lot. we've had a lot of comments on uh, either side. And uh, a couple meetings ago, there was many comments made about map 106. Uh, and so I sought to understand, right? Maybe there was something I was missing. Uh, and so I met with a ton of groups, the Hispanic Chamber, NAACP, other community groups, so on and so forth. In fact, I even met with your guys' group, right? And one of the things I, I just want to say really quick is, uh, uh, Lizette, I really appreciate you. I appreciate uh, how methodical and respectful you are. Um, you, um, you definitely uh, exhibited what I think uh, leaders for young people should. Um, and just so you know, I'm going to put a call into your boss uh, for that. Uh, and that is something that we haven't experienced lately from many of these people uh, that are here. So thank you for that. Uh, and if, if I look forward to working with you in the future, no matter how this vote uh, plays out. Uh, <clears throat> and so as I uh, sought uh, to, to understand uh, and, and, and talk to people, um, you know, many people uh, weren't polled, uh, like uh, there was a claim, uh, others were, uh, so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> just a couple of uh, thoughts here uh, also. So uh, many of the comments here are predicated on race, right? Uh, there's this ask for transparency. There's this ask for equity. Uh, there's this ask for inclusion, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, but I'm always baffled how people so easily uh, can hide under the osmosis of race and come up and say, we have an agenda for Latinos only. Right. When there's more than Latinos that are in this community. And one of the things I don't understand, you know, we get the snickering in the, in the comments, uh, you know, su surrounding race. 
Um, and if we were truly going by percentages, um, for black people, we didn't have a seat at the table. So I'm not, I, I don't understand like the non-equity in, in all of this, right? If we're saying it's equity for all, all means all. And that's every person, whether you live in North, South, East, West Merced, so on and so forth. Um, the other thing is, uh, you know, there's, there's this ongoing ask, right, to follow the rules, right? But um, many people get up here again and, and speak to race um, and your own attorney, right, from many of the groups are here, were on that call. And I asked him point blank, um, can this be considered? And his exact comment was, it's illegal, right? Uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm a little lost. Uh, I'm a little lost uh, in all this. Um, for the sake of time, a, a few things that, that uh, I do want to say. I'm actually largely disappointed in all the maps and how uh, South Merced wasn't stretched north and east and west, and I have been very vocal about that. If you're talking about leveraging and getting in the best position to be able to attract businesses and additional builders, one would think that you would stretch the borders uh, to the point where people um, that are looking at that area um, would have uh, established entities um, that would attract them to want to build uh, in, the, in those uh, specific uh, areas. I don't know why uh, South Merced was left how it was, but man, if we're talking about South Merced seeing a new day, that's where some of the work needs to be. Um, uh, the other thing, uh, uh, just uh, very quickly, that I want to say is, um, I, I can't deny 106 a heck of a map. Um, and I will say, Liz, you, you helped me understand that. 106 is a heck of a map. But there's one large point in this. Well, there's two, I want to say. Um, you get to elect the people. And I've said this many a time, especially with the idle threats of many of our re-election, right? Go rally the people. And just like I've said before, convince them not to vote for us ever again. You get that choice, right? Um, but one of the things is, you know, no one's not going to make the right decision uh, because of a threat of not being reelected. Um, so, uh, quick two more points, uh, Mayor, if you would uh, oblige me uh, really quick, uh, is... So we elected a commission and there's often times that people uh, come up to the dais and they're asking for community engagement. Uh, and so what do we do? We give you community engagement and each one of us up here had the ability, whether we did our homework or not to find that right person, we all had a voice, we all had a say so. And each one of us had the opportunity to put someone forward and which we did. So if you don't like the person you vote forward, right, then you yourself made a bad decision. And that's the decision that you have to assume. But you can't speak for the rest of the other people that we have all put forth uh, on this commission. In fact, they were very, it was very diverse. If you're talking about every ethnicity group, if this is about race, right, getting a seat at the table, they did. If you're talking about men and women, they did, right? If you're talking about everyone being able to speak up, they have the opportunity. Right. Uh, and so um, I stand by my selection, Dr. Jennifer Jones. Right. Uh, competent, well-researched. She gave of her time and talent. And although everyone here may not like the outcome. Right. Um, these people did what we asked them to do and they did the right thing. Uh, and so on that merit alone, uh, I stand on two or three. And, and it's a it's, it's a generally better map. Um, I'm going to be so bold, so bold to say this, right? 
if this probably wasn't predicated largely on race and disrespect, you probably would have had me one over with all the meetings I had with Lizette. Thank you. And now Councilman Jesse Ornalis makes his comments. I don't know why I always do this to myself and go last. And I always <laughs> got to follow something. Um, <clears throat> so I, I think the comments I made on February 7th were taken out of context. Um, if it offended any of the people that are on the committee, I apologize. I'm grateful for the work that people do for the, commu for the, for the community. But I stand by it. All right. In my case, in my district, right, the one person that I identified to be on there had to step down. Right. And I only had to choose from one other person. Right. And that's why I said I settled. Right? I settled for one person. I didn't have a whole bunch of people to pick from. That's the cards I was dealt. I'm dealing with them. Uh, I'm not really talking about the diversity or the lack of diversity in the committee. It is what it is because I know at the end of the day, the city council makes the final decision. This council deviates from the recommendations from commissions uh, all the time, uh, all the time, you know. And so it, it, I'm not, I mean, I'm grateful for the work they did, but at, at the end of the day, I, I have to center the needs of, of the people of my district, um, center the needs of, of the people that I, I promised, right? Um, you know, that, that I've kind of like, given my life for right and that's like that's the uh the most impacted people um I, I don't see these maps as uh you know being broken down by neighborhoods of color i see them because I, I don't i don't believe we're in a race war i believe that we're in a class war um and that that means it's between the owners and and the working class the real working class um and so and that's what i see here i see working class communities being divided in, in 103 i mean 107 um and I, I see them centered in map 106 uh, i support map 106 my compromise is map 401 um i, I encourage the city council my, my colleagues to look at 401 um i think it, it has a, a, a very low uh deviation i think it centers um the needs of the working class those that support this economy and you know i just i would like y'all to to at least um take a look at 401 and and, and see if it's something that that we could all um, agree upon and as you know they didn't all agree upon it because the vote was three to four going with map 203 so interesting councilman ornalis's comment about not a race war but a class war and uh again i thought that was a very very telling uh, I didn't play all of the council comments. Uh, again, I just don't have the time. Unfortunately, you can always go back to the city, uh, city of Merced Facebook page, city of Merced uh, website, and they have the whole council meeting there. The whole council meeting was about four and a half hours. It was very, very long. There was also the strategic planning session, the goals and priorities. Again, very, very uh, skewed as to the differences. Basically, folks, here it is. You've got a 3-3 council. You have six districts in the city of Merced. It's evenly split. You have three people that want to go one direction, three people that want to go uh, another direction, and you have a mayor that's uh, a weather vane in Oklahoma in a tornado has more direction than our mayor. So it's a evenly split council with, uh, anyway, it's really important that you participate in these elections. I cannot tell you how important it is, and it's so good to see the Merced Council, Merced County Association of Realtors. Uh, I hope the boosters are going to participate. I hope the other groups, the service clubs, you're doing a disservice if you don't, because this is important. Our republic 
is at stake. I'm I'm not kidding. Anyway, here we go. Out of the segment. It goes quick, doesn't it? My name's Casey Steed, the voice of your valley on Citizen Watch, Merced's News Talk Station 107.3 FM, 1480 AM KYLS. Hey, tune in next week. Guarantee you will have some new comment content, excuse me, and a new guest. I don't know who it is. Maybe the sheriff. Who knows? If I haven't upset him, maybe he'll come in. Hey, we're out of time. We'll see you later. Bye. Just the two of us Building castles in the sky Just the two of us You and I We look for love, no time for tears Wasted water's all that is And it don't make no flowers grow Good things might come to those who wait But not for those who wait too late We gotta go for all we know Just the two of us